knives, machetes, saws, and shears, multi-tools, shovels, swords, axes, spears, hatchets, and tomahawks. If it cuts, snips, slices, or chops, Midway USA has it. Find great gift ideas in our huge selection of pocket knives and other everyday carry folding knives. Make a statement or create a family legacy with one of our top-of-the-line hunting knives. We've got a great selection of manual and electric sharpeners, too. For just about everything for the outdoors, check out MidwayUSA.com. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit Tacovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots as well as free returns and exchanges and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. This episode is brought to you by Regrets Be Gone. Do you live a life of regret? Well, it's time to stop making bad decisions. Ask advice from Derek-aged men and women and they will give you the right answer every single time. They might also tell you to eat your vegetables and call your parents more often as well. Check it out at regretsbeyond.com. What's up, being me? This is Derek, and with me today is the only man who would rather sleep on a bed of mud two inches thick than bring a just a solid pillow. Carl Mandrioli. Uh, we're going to get more into that later on uh, during this episode. We will. Uh, we will. How you doing, dude? What's going yep. on? I'm doing great because with me today is Derek Somerville, a man who regrets putting ketchup in his eyes because he learned that it didn't give him Heinz sight. Oh, that was painful. Painful. Mm. Mm. Heinz sight? Heinz sight. I don't know if I could even come up with something like that. That's, that's, I'm, I'm pretty good at that. Woo. You're welcome. That was You're special. Welcome. No doubt. That was <laughs> we got a special guest today, my friend. Big time. This is big yeah. time. Yes. Is, I feel like we're we're sitting with uh, just, uh, you know, royalty in a, in a way of... Uh, Backpacking royalty. royalty, yes. Backpacking YouTube royalty. Who, you might ask? It is Dan Becker from mm. the famous YouTube channel, one of the like most popular backpacking YouTube channels out there. He has a lot of helpful videos, whether you're looking for gear or just thoughts, especially if you're a new person backpacking and... Um, yeah. He was on our show a while back, but it's been it's probably been too long to be honest. Yeah, it's been a yeah. while. How long? It was a while. It was a while. It was good. To, it was good to catch up with him. He's a fun chat. Yeah. Is, yeah. Was it a bigger deal to get Dan on our show, or that you actually made an interview? I'm. You know, both. I'm going to say you. It okay. was very close. What the, what the fans don't know is that you were you yourself were very close to leaving in the middle of this interview. But mm. you 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 planned it well, 
and yeah. uh, you squeezed it in. So thankfully, right. otherwise I would have finished it up for you. But uh, I had some backup questions ready to go. I was excited to talk to Dan. I think that if we get a guest on that I'm not as excited to talk to, which hopefully that will never happen. But then I might just leave just to see how, how you fend for yourself. We'll see. I'll figure it out. Whatever. Yeah. yeah. Flounder. We will get to that. So our Bible verse for the episode is Acts 3.19. Repent then mm-hmm. and turn to God so that your sins may be wiped out, that times of refreshing may come from the Lord. Ooh. Mm. This verse talks about how to avoid living a life of regret. For bigger yeah. things than gear, my friend. So yeah, true. Derek, do you have any big regrets? Uh in my lifetime, girl. Yeah. Uh, I have or gear related. Uh, maybe maybe <laughs> like one, maybe like one or two. But you know, I've I've come to terms with them. But okay. uh, for the most part, no. I okay. feel like um, you got to live in the moment. Yeah, you gotta go for it. So. Thanks for being specific. Okay. Why? Well, you know, this isn't that kind of podcast. We can do a separate episode. What about you? You got you have a little. You have a lot of regrets. I think you told me right. Um, I I mean I could I mean our whole show is about Volumes. backpacking regrets where I'm like oh here's a mistake I made should have done that better. Um, mm, yeah. But we yeah. you know what we keep moving forward. We still have trips on the docket and we get adventure revenge as part of the process. But yes. um, yeah, in in life, really, yeah, we should be repenting and moving forward in righteousness and um not sure that directly relates to backpacking but the concept regret relates to our topic for today do you think that the certain people when you say you know adventure revenge you're gonna be like yo carl uh you know revenge is for the lord it's not for mm. you to take out on the trail it's, and yeah. do your way with it you know I don't it know is mine that's... to avenge mine to repay yes you know uh, nobody's, I mean? so. you know what, I have had some, we, we're going to get to that in a couple episodes probably, but I have had some folks respond with their own versions of Adventure Revenge, which we kind of asked for people to share what upcoming adventures they have. And yeah. uh, nobody responded the way you said, though. Nobody said, nobody tried to correct. <laughs> um, but you know what, if you're looking for correction, I have that. I have some Carl correction or attempt at correction today because... Yeah. After okay. we're we're done with the interview, I have reactions mm-hmm. to Derek's mm-hmm. purchase history. So purchase we talked history. about that a couple episodes yeah. ago, and we have Excellent. reactions that have now flowed in, so we can talk about those. Beautiful. So I'm yep. sure those will be just just lovely to hear. Um, I think they're more favorable to you than you might expect. All right. Well, yeah. Either way, let's go. Yeah, but you know that that's not what this episode right now is about. Right now, we're talking yeah. about gear. I wish I brought sooner. Uh, which is a video series by Dan Becker, and he was kind enough to join us. So here's how it went down. All right. Hey, Dan, how's it going? I'm good. How are you? Very good. Actually, really good because we have, in this interview, another special guest. We have Derek with us today. Derek, how are you doing? Oh, boy. Wow. wow. This is my first time. Is this the bot, the Backpacking Blizzard yes. podcast? Derek does not make very many interviews, so this is a big time. This is a big time. Dan sounds really healthy. I just want to say he sounds very healthy okay. uh, in the voice. Um, Thank you. Carl, you sound a little malnourished. <laughs> I don't know what, what that's about. <laughs> okay. But we're all here, and we made it. We made it. So I'm excited. Correct. So it's been a while since we've had you on, Dan. It's been, I think, like a year yeah. and a half now. Um, oh, at least. At le- yeah. yeah what, what's what's the problem? What happened? Too long. <laughs> he had some issues with the tone of your voice yeah. or something. He said, "Yeah, I don't know." Actually, quite the opposite. We don't we don't have that many guests on, so this is this is special. This is a special interview oh, right here. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay. You're like one of you're like one of thirty people to make. Wow. <laughs> <Yeah>. Wow. <laughs> thirty. Yeah. Wow. We audition all kinds. So, so yeah, just give us a rundown. What's been going on in the the Dan Becker world and and YouTube and whatever else you have going on? 
Oh man, uh, you know that's that's it. This is it. This is I'm just okay. Uh, this is uh, the backpacking. Uh, yeah, that was it, and we're done. Okay, no, <laughs> yeah, so not not much. You know, hanging out with the fam okay. and backpacking and injuries. Any injuries? We t- we, no. We, give me some drama. Do we have any drama going? No, on? no injuries. Nobody. Nope. Nothing like that. Nothing for uh, the fans, huh? No. Okay. No. Pff, okay. Well, if you need injuries or drama, we can give you a rundown of the trips we're going on coming up, and we ah. can almost guarantee that something will happen. Oh, man. That's all, yeah, always something going on. Okay. So you're kind of downplaying yourself, but we know that you're you're pretty big time in the content-providing world. So I've got um, I've got something for you that I, that I came across. is Backpacking Magazine has you ranked – the number two most handsome backpacker for content mm. providers. Wow. How do you feel about that? You are such a liar. Tasty. <laughs> that is tasty. You must be getting a lot of calls from the lady. Ladies, his number is 555 Becker. Uh, call it up. Because I'm the number one most handsome. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Whoa, mic drop. All right. That's good. On that <laughs> list, it says, it says number one goes to Walter Mitty. Walter Mitty. Oh, jeez. I'm not sure really? I know who that is. You've seen the movie, okay. right? Okay. There's a mind. there's a movie, The Secret Life of Walter Mitty. It's kind of kind of backpacking related. Oh, Ben Stiller. Come on. Okay. If you haven't ben seen Stiller, it, yeah. If you haven't seen it, seen it. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That's a good movie. It's great. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Great soundtrack. Kind of underrated. Yeah. Great soundtrack as well. Very underrated. Yeah. Derek, where do you think you rank on this list? I think I kind of like set the bar for people to follow. So okay. anything after that's just right. cherries on top for me, you know? Okay. <laughs> I don't know what that means. I mean, are you on the list, Carl? Are you? Well, it's like, uh, you know, when they create an award or like a logo, like I'm that guy. Right. And then after that, it's, oh. you know, it's that. You know, he's so gorgeous, he right. can't be on the list, um, which makes sense. <laughs> wow. Wow. I, I didn't um, realize you would take that much time to really... Uh, <laughs> it just kind of happened be excited about it yourself it just kind of happened i didn't really it, it was thrust yeah. upon me dan knows what i'm talking about you know so oh, um but carl are you on any, carl are you on the what list are you, are you on the shoulders list what list are you on the, i'm on i'm on some lists that are not usually a positive list for footprint sure. list but uh i i knew my my expectation for this question was that you would take take it and run with it but backpacking magazine is not a real magazine i just made that up so sorry derek you're not right on the list yeah that doesn't mean i'm not gonna run with okay, it that's though. true that's true <laughs> all right so, so <laughs> uh jumping into to why we're really here today we yeah so i check out your videos pretty frequently and hmm. you've got some really good topics <laughs> and and uh, to be honest sometimes i'm tempted to like you know rip off your ideas and just use them for for a podcast shows but mm. we haven't done that yet mm. not not yeah. until now Go i guess it. now we're actually kind of doing that. i've had to talk him down talk him down a few times yeah, yeah. hey it's okay so it's all right we're ripping them off yeah <laughs> so we've got a so you do like is it an annual version of this episode at least the last three years you've done uh gear that you wish you brought sooner is it is this like going to be an annual kind of release yep uh gear i wish i would have bought sooner yep that's it that you bought sooner, sorry. Yeah, that I bought sooner, yeah. Mm. And you typically have what you have, yeah. like somewhere yeah. around eight to ten pieces per per show? Uh, yeah, yeah, that sounds about right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah, so I watched your most recent one, and I kind of took some notes and have some thoughts mm. about them. But, uh, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to save my reactions, and Derek will probably save his reactions. Oh, we'll save his reactions as well. I wanted to hear what, <laughs> like, if you had to combine all three of the shows you've done on this, what are your top five 
pieces that you wish you you bought sooner. Oh, just top five oh all time. Gosh. Like, why didn't I get this earlier? You know, what's number one? Oof. Oh man, what do you what do you do? reach into the candy bag and pull out the really the good candy stuff, bag? You know, you know um, but you're pretending like this is a really hard question. But I gave you this question ahead of time. Come on, come he's on. He's theatrical. Now. He's got to play it you, off a little. You bit. did. Come on. I should probably read your emails. <laughs> uh you know i i, I, I think it would probably have been my a, a, a bat my backpack a lightweight backpack that can stuff, carry stuff uh good uh, yeah that can carry a good a good load okay. like a heavy load yeah okay mm-hmm. i think that would have probably been whatever brand of lightweight backpack that you bought first whatever model brand that was um that would kind of be considered in the lightweight category mm-hmm. did the store clerk or did the the online store categorize that as a day pack? <laughs> <laughs> no, you know, no, they didn't. It, it should have been a day pack. It was, yeah, but no. Okay, because if not, that's not lightweight. Okay, how many how many liters are we talking, Dan? Like, what are we talking about? I, I got I it, think forty liters is the perfect is the perfect size for me. Forty. <sighs> I got a question about that. That I, I'm I'm just gonna dive in right now. Okay, so I just got to share that one of the items you had on your list was a relatively fluffy pillow, and <laughs> and you said, and, and, and I first Which of all, one? I fully support Which this one? answer. I think this is an excellent answer because I am one hundred percent in agreement. But you said that you brought two of them, and oh yeah, every time. Yeah, so how do you fit two plus every. all the rest of your stuff in a forty liter pack? I'm curious too. I'm curious. I don't. I don't. Know if, I don't know if you know the name of the pillow. But it's the Thermarest compressible Ooh. pillow. Power word, power. Okay, Thank maybe you. it compresses more than I think maybe it does. It does. It's small. It gets down to about eh, about the size of a softball. Yeah. So I can throw two of them in there. That's, okay, mm-hmm. that can be doable. Okay. And I'll tell you, man, you you use that pillow, it will it will revolutionize the backcountry. Change your life, right there. Yeah, you, you will be. You will. You will come out of the uh, the backcountry a new man. Hundred percent. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. <laughs> I've I've got a big pillow, but it's not. Is compressible as a softball for sure, so I'll have to look at that one. But is the second pillow like a knee pillow, or what are you using that for? <laughs> <A> knee pillow. <laughs> oh wow! Well. I'm a side sleeper. I don't know. I right? just I've always slept with two. I sleep with two pillows. You know I what? Know, I I, I'm I'm on board with that. I have I have a side sleeping uh, disease as well, and um, disease. I have yep. yeah whatever blessing curse. Uh, but no, I have the leg. I have the leg pillow too. <laughs> the leg pillow, you know, when you're when you're tall and okay. you're beautiful, you have you know these these problems, <laughs> and you have to alleviate them with little things like this. So, I I actually wish last trip I didn't tell Carlos. I wish last trip I had the leg pillow, the knee pillow, because I was so uncomfortable. Yeah. Oh. Mm, so okay. I'm 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 yep. gonna look into this thermorest compressible. Okay. Well, what's funny is I'm 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 putting out a video tomorrow. I filmed it today. I'm putting out a video tomorrow talking about. Um, the the worst pillow I ever brought, Ooh. and I've you know so I I put everything like if I'm gonna bring you know heavy gear or whatever if I'm gonna bring stuff it's gonna be for my sleep all day okay all day sure. long. okay yeah well okay is the, is the worst that. pillow you brought a stuff sack that you jammed full of stuff no it's actually a plastic bag that came with a straw oh 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 oh, oh, oh wait. <laughs> Wait, no, I think I had a note on that one. Was that the paper towel one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've got it here. It's um I wish I could show it to you guys, but it's yeah, you'll see it if you watch the video tomorrow, but it's it's literally it's probably I don't know, 12 by 8 or something like that in size and it's got almost like a paper towel material on the outside of it. And it's a what? Oh, 
Yeah, and then you blow it up with a straw. Come you on, remo- remove the straw, and it's literally. I mean, you, you'd be just as comfortable bringing a gallon Ziploc bag. But it weighs it weighs like a half an ounce. You mentioned that in the video, and I was like, I, I want to see what paper towel pillow looks like because that, <laughs> I haven't seen that, and I've been backpacking for a while, and I feel like I've been looking for for the perfect pillow for a while too, to be honest. I don't think you can find a lighter weight pillow. Seriously, I think it, it weighs maybe a half an ounce. Okay. Yeah, not doing the job. Yeah. Though. It's horrible. Okay. Jeez. It crinkles in your ear all night long. It's, right. You know, it's just yeah. It's okay. Not, <laughs> Did, I hope pillows was not in your top Sounds five. Great. I might have just ruined one That's of your great. answers. Um, but what, <laughs> what was your number two? Uh, I, I don't know. That's a great question. I think maybe uh, well, recently it's been uh, the air pump. The battery one? Yep. The air pump. The mini air pump. That, that was on my list of things to talk about. Yep. I love it. Yeah, he, he, he definitely hates that. <laughs> he definitely hates that. Just to clarify, this is the Flex Tail Tiny Pump. Is that That's right? That's it. Flex Tail Tiny Pump X. Oh, X, okay. So you made a comment in your video, which I had never even thought of before that I thought was super smart, where you said that this pump was so good to use in the wintertime because you're not blowing in moisture into your bag, which can reduce the R value, not your bag, but your your sleeping pad. Mm -hmm. You're not reducing the R value by blowing moisture in, and so this will prevent that from happening. Totally true. Absolutely. And okay. A lot of guys, yeah. a lot of guys. So in the summertime, big deal. Go ahead, blow it up with breath, whatever. But in the wintertime, it's right. cold. Forget about it. So a lot of guys will bring like the pump sacks, right? The, that right. come with, and those are those are fine. Right. But, but I mean, for yeah. three ounces, they're bigger. Yeah, yeah. They're, yeah. They're for three ounces. This thing's amazing. It recharges, and it's a camp light. And what's awesome is like what I had my kid out there with me. My son, he's eight years old. So we just right. it was like yeah. a, a lantern. It, it the thing is just like. You just, yeah, it's awesome. It's awesome. Well, and so here's my question. I guess the the multi-use part of it, that makes sense. But when you were first describing it, it it sounded like you weren't just going to be using it for the wintertime. Like this is going to be a year-round device. And so my thought was, are when you get to camp after a day of backpacking, are you so exhausted that you can't inflate yeah. or something like that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is that not one of the worst camp chores? No, it's ever? not the worst. No, no, in- no. Mine takes maybe like twenty cat. seconds. I'm talking. You you know what you you, you guys are. Lying. I love that you. Uh, I, I okay. love that you have a, a least favorite camp chore because I feel like I've brought that up multiple times and everybody's like, "What's the big deal?" No matter what I say, but. Um, going and gathering water for others has now become my least favorite one. Like for myself and others. Well, that's yeah. <laughs> or or firewood. Oh, firewood. firewood's yeah, not firewood. Derek takes care of that usually. So I, I'll yeah, we usually scavenge for that together. But yeah, especially if you go to a campsite where it's a popular campsite, it's just picked clean. You're yeah, not, not going to find anything. That's true. Or if it's late in the season, forget right. about it. Yeah, that's true. Actually, now that I think about it, if you talk about sleeping pack, I actually much prefer the inflation than deflating it and then rolling it up like that's kind of a hassle mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. how long does it camp, does sure. it take you a while carl to deflate your? it doesn't take me too long it's just more i just don't like it is that okay, okay. is that okay uh, it's, it's it's your prerogative <laughs> it's your prerogative that's what i'm talking about when i tell my, my least favorite camp chores, i get i get pushback so uh, all right <laughs> uh, number three what's number three on your list oh man if you can't think of any, I can I can provide some for you. I have one that you might like. Yeah, yeah, go for it. What is it? Okay, I was going to say the uh, the grip mat thing you put under your sleeping bag from sliding around all that thing. Right. Oh, right? yeah, that's awesome. I'm that's a game changer. Game changer. That is okay. It is. This because- is the Gossamer Gear. It's like a sleeping pad, like a secondary sleeping pad. Correct. 
Yeah, it's it's a it's a it's a closed cell phone pad. It's an eighth of an inch thick, and the thing weighs like two ounces. Okay. So it does all, it does all kinds of stuff. You could put it inside your back. I put it inside of my backpack, up along the back of my backpack, because mm-hmm. it acts like a cushion for all right. the stuff that's in my backpack. You can use it as your sit pads to throw out your Z seat. Forget about the Z seat. It's, I think it's lighter than the Z seat. Mm. You can uh, fan the fire with it. You can. I mean, any, anything you would with the Z seat, right? <laughs> I, I, I right? Just, Let's go. I brought a car Put shade to under, fan the fire. I, car shades are the best. Huh? The, the, the collapsible car shades. I just use that to fan the fire. <laughs> Those are great. Well, you can you can put it underneath your sleeping pad so it doesn't slide around. Right. Adds R value. Okay. You're big on the yep, R value. You like the R value. Yeah. That, well, he lives well, in a colder yeah. climate than you do, Derek. So I, I, I get that. Issue. Yeah, he likes the yeah, R value. Yeah. Okay. Okay, R so yeah. this is the beauty of the podcast versus the YouTube channels because you're presenting information for the most part in a one-way manner, and the reactions <laughs> wow. you're getting are, are, are comments down below, which you can respond to, you can think about, you can process, and not everybody reads all the comments. I might read a few of them, but people don't read all the comments, whereas right now we can give you an immediate reaction and, in our case, pushback <laughs> against some of these things. Okay, so... Oh, <laughs> Oh, oh yeah, there you like you want the Gossamer Gear sleeping pad? Is that what you're about to say? I'm gonna look at all this stuff. If it, if I know a, it's it's handy, and if I know b, may, okay. more importantly, it annoys you. I'm gonna look at it. Okay, <laughs> a, a, if Derek uses this sleeping pad as like to fan the flames of the fire, there's like a 90 percent chance that it catches on fire. 90 percent. Okay, he's, That's he's true. caught a lot of That's things on true. fire. No joke. <laughs> yeah, three. Three things. Yeah. He's telling us this is something he uses as a sit pad, and we've just gone over the sit pad like in the last few episodes. And Derek, you haven't been a supporter of the sit pad. I, I wouldn't use it as a sit pad. I don't. I don't because I like I like the back. I like the back on the sit pad. Dan, do you bring a chair as well? Oh yeah, for sure. Yep. Okay, so you so you bring a chair yeah. and a sit pad. Well, here's why: because the chair, okay. right? Like especially in the colder weather. Okay, uh, it's when you're sitting on that and you're, and you're leaning back. There's no insulation. That sit pad, right. you put that on there. It's like a it's like a hack for your chair. You put the sit pad on your chair. Now you've got some insulation. It's all about the R value, Carl. Okay, it is. That's right. All about it's the all R about value. The R value. What's the R value of a chair? Nobody, <laughs> nobody cares. Okay, nobody cares about that. You can't test the chair for R value. But you're using your sit pad for other purposes, you know, like sleeping and stuff, right? So, um, yeah. So it has multiple yeah, uses. Sure. It's not like he's just bringing the pad just to sit on, in addition to the chair. Like if it keeps you, wow, from- you really like this thing, Derek. I, I expect that you have this in the next trip. <laughs> uh, maybe I will. Gossamer Gear sleeping pad is what it's called. It, but it's isn't it bulky though? But it's bulky. Though, no. Right? no, no. I mean, it folds up pretty small. I mean, it's you what can we, you can cram that. It's it's small. pretty small. I mean, you have a forty liter bag. I'm a, I'm at a thirty six liter bag, so we're in the okay, same. Okay, all right. So I might be able yeah, to squeeze so, it in there somewhere. Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, you could probably get that down to the size of a softball, like the pillow, oh, maybe. Okay, so, so it's yeah, two, a lot of softball. You got three softballs now. Three softballs, got it. <laughs> yeah. Two pillows and a pad. Three softballs, got yeah. it. Okay, mm-hmm. okay. I don't think I think I think you've convinced Derek. I have not been convinced on this one. I, Carl's I xing out all of these with red marker. Carl's not a fan of luxury or comfort. He's just all about. I don't know. We've been joking about, about doing an episode upcoming called um, "Solving Problems That Are Not Problems." So we might add this one to the list, or at least I might. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> we could. We could. Wow. We're split. We're, oh, we have wow. split response in this one. Okay. Woo! Right, what's, Shots what's your fired. Number four? Shots fired. Um, I would say good tent stakes. Yes. Oh, yes. okay. The, yeah, the, the, the uh, MSR groundhogs. The little red ones. Sure. Those are, and you've already gotten pushback on these, right? 
Yeah. Um, well, well, I got pushback on them from people who were telling me to buy uh, generic ones that they thought they were too expensive. Okay. Okay. So, and we're talking like three bucks a steak. Mm. I mean, come on, really? Okay. I've been in situations, you know, you've been in situations, I'm sure, where your steaks just all That's, of a sudden you know. come flying out in the middle of the night from a storm or whatever. Yeah, we, it's funny because I thought about that when we were, we, we had a, a tent steak conversation recently and I thought, you know what? I mean, it's important to, to guy out your tent and that kind of thing to, to, to get the airflow going and to keep the, you know, the moisture out and such. But for the most part, we haven't been like hunkering down in major windy storms where we've been so reliant on the tent stakes. So half the time you tie your, you know, your rain fly off to like a tree or something. Um, half the, I feel like half the time I don't even use tent stakes at all. Okay. Right. Is that, but we go backpacking different places. So this could not, you know, like, so I don't know what's, what's your typical weather. Um, cold. (laughs) (laughs) We get a lot of snow, a lot of cold. Yeah, it's either right. yeah, and then uh, yeah, and then and then it just instantly switches to hot for the summer, which I try not to backpack in at all. That's the worst. Really? Yeah. Okay. Are you, do you try to get out of state, or are you just not, you just take it take it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. If I can get out of state, well, I mean, no, I'll still do it because really? keep the people happy, right? right? <laughs> That's right. Got to pay the bills. When you're a professional athlete, you have the pressure of the fans that are forcing your hand in some situations. Right? <laughs> Got to pay the bills, Carl. Got to pay yeah, the bills. 100%. I will buy these steaks the next Ooh. time I go backpacking in Wisconsin. How about that? <laughs> Man, <laughs> wow. I've used them and I've used them in everything. I've used them in the desert. I've used them uh, in snow. I've used them in okay. mud and rocks. I mean, they're awesome. Yeah, if we, I've had some windy nights, but I've never had. Like, I feel like the weight of, and maybe this is more speaking to my own issues, the weight of myself and whatever gear I have inside the tent has been enough to, you know, make it steady. But until your until your vestibule blows out and it's slapping on the side of the tent now all yeah. night long. Yeah, no, yeah. I, I'm sure That's that true. I'll have to pay more attention to my, my stake, tent state quality. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> number five. I sense some patronization. No, I'm being serious. I, I, I just haven't had, we haven't. Can you cite a trip, Derek, that we've been on where like that was an issue? There was only one one trip. I know when we had that like super gnarly rain after we. I think it was after we repelled down that cliff. Repelled? Wow, you guys are big time. Or no, 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 no. Oh no, we we went down the cliff, but we it was once we got down this little area, it was like tons of rain, and some of us didn't even have rain jackets. Myself yeah, yeah. included. I'm not talking about on the hike. I'm talking about when we're camping, though. No, I know, but we were trying to like get things ready, and I could imagine like if we're gonna camp there and it's super muddy, that would you'd want some good stakes maybe for that. But okay, I don't. Yeah, I'd say I don't really. I can't really think of another time. And it's pretty nice weather every time we go in the summertime. Which right, is right, great. We'll see. So. But yeah, I think I think it's a fair, that's a fair fair item on your list. So number five, last one, top five piece of gear you wish you bought sooner. Okay, I think now for the listeners, they may not know what the difference is between a quilt and a sleeping bag. I don't know, but it would, I started backpacking with a quilt. Right. And I did Mm -hmm. not Mm -hmm. really start backpacking with a sleeping bag, uh, until this year. And I am so, yep. And I'm so glad I did Matt. Yeah. Isn't that, I know. Isn't that wild? So, yeah, I mean, I car camped obviously with sleeping bags my whole life, but man, Mm. and you're in the snow, you're in like cold environments. Yeah. I mean, you can, you can, I've got, quilts that i got like zero degree quilts and stuff so they they keep you pretty warm but man there's just something about a sleeping bag i just i was missing out on it and guys don't like them because they're too heavy right Mm. well do you Mm. feel that it's not even necessarily just an issue of weight but there's this like 
every once in a while, maybe even every year, something trendy pops up in backpacking, which may shave you weight or may improve some sort of function or maybe theoretically does so. But really, the old thing is better. Like Yeah, for the, sure. You know, mm-hmm. So the, the traditional item, whatever mm-hmm. that is, yeah. I um, wouldn't say that the sleeping bag is better. I would just say okay. that if it, because the quilt – a quilt is a learned experience. If you're new to backpacking and you buy a quilt, some people get it right away. Most people don't. They sleep terrible the first couple times. They're cold. They can't figure it out. They're rolling around. There's drafts, all that stuff. So a sleeping bag is just like you just set it and forget it. And it's just cozy, comfortable. I don't know. Just right. like the, if, for, for anybody that's learning how to backpack and I'm trying to show them how to backpack for the first time, I always tell them just, just get a good sleeping bag. Forget the quilt. Okay. Yeah, cause that, that was my question too. Like when you're laying down with a quilt underneath you, you might have some issues with the heat right like on the on the stuff because because the sleeping bag you're cocooned like it's all there you got your sleeping mat you're in the sleeping bag the yep. bottom of you is covered so to speak but with the quilt it's like what are you putting on top of your sleeping mat just yourself or are you putting something else there well the quilt goes over you, you it's a blanket essentially so there's no nothing underneath you <clears throat> just you in the mat so right. are you losing heat on underneath then in any way no not really because the 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 uh, insulation of a sleeping bag is going to get compressed as soon as you're laying on it. So you're losing insulation immediately. That's why guys go for a quilt because they find the insulation underneath them on a sleeping bag unnecessary. So they're right. just laying mm-hmm. on their, mm-hmm. they're laying on the sleeping pad, but the quilt is only so wide and it straps to the right. side of your pad. So when you roll, it'll lift up on, and then some guys argue against this. Oh, you don't have it strapped down correctly. Okay, whatever. Right. But oh, it, it'll okay, it'll okay. it'll kind of lift up on the side. And you, you know, any slits in the between the quilt and the pad, that's drafts, and then you're going to freeze on it. Yeah. See, yeah. for me, I, I move around way too much. That would be horrible. For right. Me. I'd be battling drafts all night long. You know, I've, just, I've used it. I used quilt like in the early days when when the when the Go Light company made one, and oh, I, wow. I used it on one trip, and I was like, "This is not going to happen again." So, <laughs> <laughs> I think it's personal preference. I think if you can dial it, totally. in, like what you're saying, totally. I think that that you can make it work. That's great. But yeah, yeah, that that's actually really good wisdom. Where yeah, if you're just starting out backpacking, maybe try the bag sleeping bag first, and then kind of upgrade from there. You know, for for that's summertime good. use, I. I highly prefer a quilt i think it's way like because you're never you're never like cold in the summertime when you're sleeping at night especially if it's like 80 degrees out or something like that right so just a quilt that you can just lay on you real lightweight quilt or even like a just a like a puffy blanket right is perfect right. why you know why bring a sleeping bag but okay yeah so when you say puffy blanket yeah like the cost <laughs> like the costco quilt right or the rumple you've heard of the rumple i've no? not heard of the rumple Oh, Ooh, the rumple. Yeah. Okay. The rumple. Come on. Hey, we're on Shark Tank. Yeah, so the... the, the, the... <laughs> is it, is it, is it kind of like a Snuggie? Is it like a Snuggie? You know? Yeah, kind of. Yeah, it's just like a... It's it, it's a nylon material, so it's like like a sleeping bag, and it's just a blanket rather than a sleeping bag or a quilt. Oh, gotcha. Gotcha. Right, fair enough. We got a trip coming up to uh, the desert during one of the warmer months, and so I was trying to debate... I'm bringing the kids on this one. I was trying to debate what... Like I feel like their sleeping bags are going to be way overkill. Is there a way to do that? So I'll check that one out. That's a good. All right. Yeah. Huh. Yep. Rumple. That's a good one. Okay. Thank you. Glad, glad we're talking yep, about yeah. this. this, this oh is yeah. Okay. So as we went over the top five and whatever you know, Derek brought up one. I brought up one. But then the the rest you brought up kind of hit the ones I wanted to talk about, except for one more piece of gear. And I want to mm. know mm. you. Mm. You and us both have 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 become believers in the be free 
as a water yeah. filter. Mm-hmm. For so, sure. uh, yes, yes. But we like we do not have. I think I've brought it on just a, a few trips at this point. We just started with it last summer, so I don't have a a whole lot of experience with it. Um, it's worked great for me. It's worked great for our group. But everything I keep hearing about it is that it's going to eventually clog and it's hard to unclog. And then also you get these weird pinholes in the bag. So I want to know your experience. Have you, how long have you used this and have you had any of these issues? So I got mine, I've had it for uh, almost a year, probably about a year is when I started using it. I'm on my second one because the first one didn't clog. It just slowed down. But I, I, I go backpacking every three to four weeks somewhere. So I'm, I'm, I'm using it quite a bit. Plus I, the people that were coming with me, like and what's funny is they would bring it, they would bust out their like Sawyer mini. Right. And they see right. me, I'll be just like, just give me your bottle. I'll fill it up for you. You know, cause <laughs> like you're taking, just come on, stop. Yeah. Right. Time. Just squirt it in there and you know, right. it's done. So I, I got a lot of use out of it. Plus with my kids filtering all their water and stuff, I have never had a pinhole leak in the bag. I've dropped it. I've stepped on it, all kinds of stuff. Um, and, and I think that the, the Catadine be free is a great filter for the, just the people, the casual backpackers that are going to go out for, you know, a weekend trip or whatever. If you're going to do a through hike, right? Yeah. The Sawyer is definitely going to be a lot more probably reliable, longer lasting, all that stuff. But I'm after the convenience. And you say that when you say the Sawyer, you mean that you're, you're talking about the Sawyer squeeze, right? Sawyer squeeze. Yep. 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 The squeeze. Yep. Okay. Mm -hmm. So we're in lockstep on that one too. Okay. We think that was the yeah, best a, one as well. And there's no um, way, correct, correct me if I'm wrong, you guys know this, there's no way to back flush or anything This the bee free, is there? It's, it's, is there any way no, like, the, the only way no. you can clean it that I know of is you just put water in the bag and you got to either shake it or you can like rinse it under oh, that's uh, it. some right. water or, or take it out of the bag and like in a stream, shake it in a stream or oh, something like that. That's definitely, yeah, right. not the same. But even then, it, correct. it only cleans it so much. Right. right. Okay, so th- yeah, if you have already replaced... I mean, they're not like, terribly expensive. So it's not that big of a deal, but if you already replaced... I probably didn't need to replace it. I probably didn't need to okay. replace it. I mean, it still worked. Okay. <laughs> it, it, worked, it worked about as good as my Sawyer at that gotcha. point. And that to me is like, yeah. at this point I'm like, well then I may as well just take my Sawyer. <laughs> so, yeah. so I just went and bought another one. I kept the bag though. I just got the filter. Oh, right, right, right. Um, last question I got for you is, so we always allow anybody who comes on our show to, to share just any upcoming things they have going on with their YouTube channel, social media following or anything else you got that you want to promote or sponsors. Oh, or anything. Man, no, no sponsors, nothing like that. I started a TikTok. Okay. What? What? Hey. What? Okay. <laughs> you got some moves? <laughs> I would love. <laughs> no, I got like three videos on there. Okay. Uh, no dancing. So I, I, I hate to, uh, you know, I don't want to disappoint anybody. Do you, I, I'm not a TikTok guy. Do you have like followers on TikTok? Is that how that works? You get paid. Yeah, you get followers. Yeah. So how many followers you got right now? Like like sixty. Ooh, that's okay. Okay. <laughs> no. I just I, I just put out my first video like a week and a half ago. So oh okay. Just test, wow. just trying it out because you know I mean if if YouTube is my job I got to have some diversity you, right. You got to have you some, gotta uh, diversify. Yeah. yeah. If you want, we're happy to include the TikTok link <laughs> in our in our show description. Is there a link? I don't even Dude. know. I, I, okay. If there is, if there is, I'll give it to you. That's okay. awesome. Deal. So if there's a link, it's now in our show notes. If you want to check out mm. uh, Mr. Becker dancing on TikTok. Stay tuned. Really. Yeah. 
Damn, man, we really appreciate you coming on with us. We know that you are a high-demand person and uh. um, just really proud of you for being ranked so highly in Backpacking Magazine. Mm. And all <laughs> a the beautiful man, obviously. You're ranked. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so, yeah, so really appreciate it. And, yeah, just keep us posted on all the things you got going on. We're happy to, to share them on the show. Thanks, buddy. Awesome. I appreciate it. It's fun. Thanks, you guys. So that was that was a rough interview for you there, Derek. I think you think it was rough. I think you yeah. you say here's the thing. I think you're gonna go over. <laughs> you don't even know. You have no idea what I'm gonna pick on. I yet, think you're way. gonna go about the. You know, well, the only thing I can gather is is the gear, the gear comments I made about you know the pillows and, mm-hmm. the, and this thing. And that's that's ranked number three in why it was rough for you. Number three, yeah, I got two that make it even more rough. Oh, boy. All right, let's let's just hear it. Let's just hear the. Okay, number yeah. one. Here we go. <laughs> um, did you spend? Was it like half the interview talking about how handsome you were, or making references to that? I think it was about one was minute or less. And it was a lot. It was, it was more mockery to your uh, silly little uh, magazine creation you created. So okay, well, I think you're pretty excited about it. Let's be honest here. It's it's um, a rarity, but maybe sure. Okay. Number two, you have, uh, I don't know, rubbed shoulders with famous people in the past. Mm-hmm. Dan Becker is, you know, like a, a famous person in the backpacking world. Sure. So here's my question. So I'll, I'll just pick on uh, Judy Dench because you've, you've met her before. Yeah. When you met Judy, did you just tell her, like, I really loved you in such and such movie? Mm. And then, mm-hmm. oh, I liked you in this movie too. You were the greatest in this movie. And just, mm. just kind of like fawn over the, the greatness of her acting career? Well, first, first of all, it's Madam Judy Dench. Um, Sorry. Jude, as I. No, we don't. I'm not on that. No, not even near that. Uh, no, okay. no, it was definitely not like that. It was more, you know, just awe and admiration for sure. Okay, because that's kind of what it felt like where you were just like, I'm just going to, you know, whatever Dan says, like. That's what goes, and mm-hmm. Carl's mm-hmm. clearly pushing back on some of these things, even though Carl seems to be making sense here. No, 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 mm-hmm. I'm taking Dan's mm-hmm. side because Dan is backpacking royalty. Well, there is that perception for sure, but you got to remember a lot of these things <laughs> that he's talking about, and, and I, I reference this later in the episode. A lot of the gear that he uses is for different climate, right? He's in a lot. We don't go mm-hmm. backpacking in snow that hardly ever, if ever. You don't. I don't. So for me. Yeah. I'm applying what he's like. Am I gonna use some of his gear if I was in the snow or colder environments? I don't know, maybe. But you know, okay. I'm trying to humor the guy too. I want him to feel welcome. I want him to feel loved. No, but at you, the same yeah. time, um, yeah, I felt like we had this uh, little good cop, bad cop going, and you you just fell right into that bad cop. <laughs> and I just I was like, okay, okay, he's gonna take the reins on that. I'm gonna just let him have it. Let's go. I think it's okay to, this is how you learn. Like, he, he made some really good points about things that I didn't think about, so I'm open to some of his ideas. That being said, I still think that the Flextail Tiny Pump X, <laughs> I knew you were for gonna... summertime use, you you didn't seem to have a problem with this. Like, so you want... No, I didn't say okay. I'd use this for the summertime. I never said that. Okay. I, I agree with you. I would never buy it for the summertime. Hundred percent, right? I and would. You did not share that at all during the interview. I, I did should because have because you're playing good cop and you're just everybody's friend. Well, I just wanted to let your hate, you know, permeate through the conversation. <laughs> but um, the flex tail in the colder environments, I was more agreeing with with what he was saying there. I was like, I could yeah. see, and you did too. I was like, I could see the value in doing that. Yeah, during a cold trip. Oh, yeah. So. I still would probably use one of those. I probably still wouldn't get that. I would use one of those, like you know, the the inflation bags. But he. But here's what I didn't know, sure. though. This is what was great about this conversation, is because I gave him some pushback on that, and then he revealed 
that inflating a sleeping pad is his least favorite camp chore. Interesting. And I keep on talking about camp chores yeah. and what's my favorite and least favorite things, and nobody ever chimes in with like, yeah, I don't like doing that either. Mm-hmm. And so for me, it was actually reaffirming that he had a least favorite as well, So you, even did, if we disagree. Did you feel like because he's royalty, like you, you got validated in what you believe about that? Yeah, a little bit. You feel better? Okay. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it makes I still sense. Don't, I still don't want to bring that little tiny pump thing, though. I still I still give pushback on that particular <laughs> item. <laughs> it is. Yeah, no, I, yeah. Did somebody bring a foot pump one year? Did, was that? Um, I think somebody might have had, oh, it, I think it was forever ago. Somebody had some sort of device. Yeah. Rocky, did you bring a foot pump? That's what I, I'm trying to remember. Okay. To blow something up. Somebody brought Possibly. something with a foot. Possibly. It wouldn't surprise us. Right. Okay. At all. My third part of the takeaway, though, is that yeah. I don't believe that you would even consider buying a Gossamer Gear sleeping pad as a secondary sleeping pad, even if we plan to go to like a, on a colder trip. It's, it wasn't about the cold, though. Um, I think it was about oh the gosh. sliding around. And I, I was thinking about like, and then I was thinking about like, how much do I slide around? Last trip, I slid around a lot for whatever reason. And I don't know. It was so annoying. So I don't, I don't know. I guess I'd have to look at it and be like, is this small enough? Is this worth it? Do I slide around? I probably wouldn't buy it for the next trip. But if I had like two or three more trips where I keep sliding all over the place, I would maybe consider it. But for the most part, I think if um, we're on level ground, then I don't really have that problem. But uh, because I don't, I don't honestly, okay. I don't mind like my pillow sliding here and there or my my sleeping bag getting a little out of wa- out of whack. It, that's right. not really big deal to me. I'm going to guarantee you that on the next trip, you're not going to slide around nearly as much because we're going to be in a more confined space in a two-man tent, whereas we're typically in like a five-man tent that's not filled out by five people. That's true. So there's just more yeah, that's, surface that's area. True. So um, so I don't think it's going to be a problem. Still, I don't know that – like this is this kind of goes along the same lines as, as a sip pad though is that you can bring these little things to help out. Um, I like that at least for his thoughts on that, he had multiple right. ways to use it. Right. So he had like three or four right. things he was sort of solving for his, you know, backpacking style. Right. But again, like if you're just bring, if you bring it for one of those things, like, I don't know if it's really worth it. Just having an extra thing, an extra item, you know, it just makes it the, the fewer extra things you have, the, the better, in my opinion, especially like he mentioned going with his son, like when you're going with kids, you have more stuff anyway so you're just rifling around always looking for things right just i mean i thing. get that i mean at the same time if he can jam it in a 40 liter pack and still be lighter right. than a lot of people then who really cares i guess like, i don't know what it is yeah that's true yeah he's bringing these extra things but he's still fitting it in that small space so right that is impressive yeah i want to we could have had a longer conversation about that for sure yeah and if he's organized if he's an organized organized person then mm-hmm. i don't it's up to him, you know. But if you're if you're taking the sixty pound pack or sixty liter pack and you're jamming all this extra junk plus this junk, that I mean, yeah, I mean, you could just save a ton of weight if you. Yeah, you and know, that might be my there. bigger issue is that in life I'm pretty well organized. On a backpacking trip, especially when I'm responsible for more than myself, I feel yeah. like that one huge compartment you're just throwing things into. It's easy yeah. for stuff to move around, and so I always feel like I'm digging for stuff. I get so, that. Yeah, I get that. All right, yeah, I just I, I just kind of went off of my takeaways. What, what did I miss? What what takeaways do you have from the interview? Uh, I mean, I just I think it's just get get to get a, like a separate perception on some of these separate items. Like, you know, the whole quilt versus sleeping bag. I never even considered a quilt. I don't think I still ever would use a quilt. Mm. Um, right. You know, just just 
being a, he's he's uses some interesting things obviously that um right he uses a aqua well we're gonna get to that later oh i didn't even bring up the, i didn't bring up that big piece of contention right there he's he's an aqua lad for sure i forgot because for some reason i thought we were gonna do trivia with him and i i didn't mention it and then i'm like oh yeah you we can't do trivia right. with him so do you remember it's been a what has it been a couple of years now where we did trivia with uh, Buzz Burrell from the FKT website. Yeah. And you asked a question and mm-hmm. I answered the question and you're like, yeah, that's incorrect. And then he said the same exact thing. You're like, that is correct. And so since <laughs> yes, then, since then we that. are not doing trivia with anybody else ever. <laughs> <laughs> that was uh, intentional to be fair, but it was funny. Yes. Um, that scarred me. So, <laughs> so fragile. So fragile. <laughs> Yeah. Um, no, overall, though, it was good to hear his perception on a lot of things and, and just get a different perspective from a person who goes outdoors in different climates than we do, you know, and just and, right. and, like think of things in a different way. So that, that was my biggest takeaway for sure. Yeah, I think, yeah, the, the ultimate takeaway is if you are, are new to backpacking, haven't gone backpacking yet, or just looking for some advice on gear, he's, yeah. he's, he's, he's done a lot of, he's very gear based, he's done a lot of reviews and that he's a good resource to check, to check out for sure. And He's a yeah. very friendly guy. He's very warm on his YouTube channel. So, um, and obviously has a good sense of humor. So, yeah, definitely, definitely. That's good. Okay, that so thanks to Mr. Becker, Mr. Dan Becker, for joining us. And it's now time to talk about people's <laughs> reactions to your purchase history. Ah, uh, yes. Right after the-, the 1911 is one of the most iconic firearms in history. Designed by John Browning, the 1911 was the standard issue sidearm of the U.S. military from 1911 to 1985. While Colt produced the original, almost every major firearm company has produced its own version. It's wildly revered for its reliability, crisp trigger, and is still a favorite for all types of shooters. Whether you're looking to buy or build a 1911 and just about everything for guns, log on to MidwayUSA.com. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. Hunting boots are a critical component of any successful hunt. Whether walking a short distance to your blind or trudging miles through rugged terrain, your feet are carrying the load. Without the right boots, you could give up early and lose out on that trophy just over the ridge. At Midway USA, we make selecting boots for your next hunt easier. With just a few clicks of a mouse, you can decide on what's important, like waterproofing, insulation, size, width, and savings. For just about everything for shooting, hunting, and the outdoors, check out MidwayUSA.com. Okay, so what's your prediction about the reactions? I honestly have no clue. I'm really curious. Well, you were nervous see. about it, so you must have some sort whoa, of Whoa, whoa, whoa. What do you mean I was nervous about it? I had nothing to hide. I showed you're you like, my... When I first brought it up as a as a preview at the beginning of the episode, you're like, oh, boy. Because I know that you're going to create some, you know, f- not some fiction, fictitious story about, like, what oh, may or may not have happened and... You know, no, you, I'm just giving you feedback. I don't create fictitious stories in the feedback. This is just what people uh, are saying. Okay. Well, uh, it, they, they're entitled to their opinion. I have no problem with that. So yeah, I'm, okay. I'm more excited than anything. So it is. It. it is 100 percent mixed. Ooh. I had people reach out to me personally that are like, "This is obviously Derek. Obviously, did not purchase 
the the sleeping pad, the second one, because he lost the first time. Like it, like the way that Derek reacted was made it so clear. And then uh-huh. I had a couple people that were like, "Yeah, I can't. I don't think that that was enough to show either way. Like, I don't think there was enough evidence." <laughs> and then there's some people that are like, "It's weird that Derek doesn't give his phone number to REI to you know to get the credit for the REI dividend." But you know what? Like, I kind of believe him. So well, well. To be <laughs> to be fair to that point, though, like I said, I think on that episode, like about most of the time, I do. Like 90, 90 plus percent of the time, I do. There's there's this t- yeah. there's been a few times where I've been overly distracted, so I'm like just yeah. right. So yeah, let's let's hear some of these. What do we got? Let me I, and I feel bad. I should for those that haven't listened to the episode, I should recap. So so we went through Derek's purchase history at REI, which you know you can use your number to track what you bought. And um, when I first brought up the idea of the purchase history, Derek had a very very strong reaction to this to uh-huh. this whole concept of this idea of doing sure. it on the episode. And so for me, it, it wasn't the idea that your item wasn't on the purchase history that. That made you look guilty. It was your strong reaction to me, even mm-hmm. the, the concept of this mm-hmm. thing. And so I thought that was the giveaway. Obviously, not everybody agreed, but I, I could care less about what ended up being on uh-huh. your purchase history. You were so convinced it wasn't even on there that. Um, well, I, no, I said I didn't know if it was on there, and, and I think yeah, but it wasn't. And it wasn't that you said that. It was the the amount of emphasis and passion that you had. Well, let's <laughs> let's 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 put this in perspective. I think the the amount okay. of emphasis and passion mainly came from like this guy is not letting this thing go, right? But then, you know, you badger me about bringing no. things up over and over again, blah blah no, blah. Yeah, that's yeah, not yeah, why. Yeah. But then Okay. I, if I'm really afraid of what's going to be if I don't want you to see there, I I can just say no, I don't, I'm not I don't feel comfortable with that. No, I'm not going to show you my purchase history. There right. there was no I I had nothing to hide. So Look at it. I don't. I don't. Didn't really matter yeah. to me. So that okay. should be your biggest clue that I didn't really have anything to hide, or I'm not guilty of anything. And obviously, whatever my interpretation was was not universally accepted because <gasps> I'm telling you that that's what. So I'm just telling what? you. I'm trying to clarify that the reason why I thought what I thought wasn't because of the history itself. It was the your passion. reaction. So I'm, I'm a passionate yeah. person though. because you're you're cu- cool as a cucumber normally. So. To uh-huh. get you worked up like that, something had to be amiss in my opinion. I think it because it was like this nagging little fly in my ear, this topic Incorrect. of the... No, it's not. This is my reaction because how many times have you brought up... <laughs> I don't believe this, you for one second. How many times have you brought up the sleeping mat? <laughs> and then you're like, I know. Let's bring it not up enough. again and we'll go not through your enough. purchase history. And here's your phone number. Let's create an account for you. I'm like, oh, jeez. However many times I brought it up is like... A fraction of responses we've gotten over the, the last year from other people. So apparently not. Well, enough. I think more more of the passion though came from you. You were creating your own narrative in your head about okay. like, well, if it's not on here, well then we know this. <laughs> if it is on here, then we know this. I'm like, no, 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 no. Okay. There's always other things that could. And just to that. clarify, there's still people that are on my side on this. I'm just saying it's not universally so. Let's hear it. But we got? let me support. I'm gonna I'm gonna throw something at you that is in support of you though, and. This was the best reaction of all. Okay. Okay. All right. Somebody's reaction to this one segment we did on one of our shows earned us a review on the Apple Podcast. (laughs) You're welcome. You're welcome. Well, it wasn't a five-star review, but that's okay. It was four stars. It was close. Yeah. So keep that in mind. But the title of the review is Back Off Carl. (laughs) 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 Which is probably the best title. We've had some good titles. All I can say is go back and make it five stars for me. 
Okay. I, okay. Carl well, needs to back off. This but. is Home Skillet five hundred three says I can completely see Derek's point on REI and the purchase history. My REI doesn't even take my number when I buy sale slash non dividendable products. Okay. Okay. Um. Okay. So here's he might have a. I can't speak to his experience at REI or her experience. I don't know who this is. But um, home what I will say is if is if you buy like a something at an REI garage sale, yeah, they it's it's really not it doesn't really really matter if that's all you're buying. It doesn't matter if you give them the number because you can't return it. You can't you're not getting any money back on it or whatever, right? Right. But if it's a sale item, that's different. If you buy something on sale, you may not get a, a dividend, but it will track your purchase. And so if you ever want to return something in at REI, you have a year to return it. Then it's worth you giving them the number. So, uh, and so I think that for most people, the number of you know non-dividendable items or just simply just clearance, clearance garage sale items they're buying, like the percentage of that actually happening, I think is very small, and very rare. And you clearly were not in that boat for this one. Right? So you're calling Homeschool a liar, or or no? No, I'm just I'm informing him that if he or she does not give their REA number for like a regular sale item, they probably should like force that through because that's like a helpful thing to have. Hmm. Hmm. Just for tracking purchases so that they can return things easier. So, um, yeah, but you know what? Like the stores across the nation and beyond. So, you know, I've, I've been to a lot of them, but not even close to all of them. So who am I to say that they don't do that? I just know that I worked as the cashier asking for the number and I asked every single time and it prompts you to ask. Yeah. And so, it, you're, yeah, you're and it takes it takes ten seconds for them to to collect your phone number and to process it. So I feel like that is Correct. not an unreasonable amount of time. I, I didn't. Nobody said it was. Okay. Yeah. Uh, well, you did because you said that's too long. I can't wait ten seconds. I don't want to give you the number. I'm going. <laughs> I said there was a few times when I was buying stuff that I got yeah. distracted with medical things, so I didn't really okay. care. I'm like, here's the money. Whatever. I don't care. Gotcha. Either that's way, this this is the reaction. So there you go. That's a that's a fair reaction. Yeah. Back back up, Carl. So we in yeah. tidbits later. I've got some more reviews we can add, and uh, I'll let you decide which one earns the the peak okay. refuel meal for this Ooh. episode. Okay. All right. So that's it. You got some trivia. I got some trivia. Here we go. What you got? Um, we got three questions for you, okay. and I want to see if you can. These should be pretty easy for you. I I don't know if you'll miss any of these, but um, okay true nonetheless uh <laughs> name me something small that dan becker uses that carl despises oh we just talked about that the yeah clip. i know i kind of yeah. gave that one away which is unfortunate yep. that's all right um okay true or false carl prefers a footprint over the dan becker sleeping mat that goes under the sleeping bag true or false Wait, he prefers the footprint? You you prefer the footprint. Oh my god. Over his sleeping pad that goes underneath, you know, the sleeping bag he was talking about. The eighth inch. Which one is less gossamer? Useless, right? Is that the that's Which, really the question? I, yeah, I want to know if you I would actually prefer the footprint over that. I prefer this that little secondary sleeping pad. I like his idea about putting it in the chair. That's yeah. the only thing I could sort of see using it for, but Still, like, not even close to buying it. But if you if you force me to decide, yeah, I'm forcing you. I do have that much hatred towards the footprint. So, yes, so you, your answer would be false, which is correct. You okay. do not prefer the footprint over the sleeping yeah. pad. Okay, interesting, yeah. interesting. Um, true or false? The mini air pump is too heavy for you to carry. 
Yes, true. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you got that one too. Way to go, dude. Yeah, You're getting better. You. You're getting better. Thank you. Thank you. Wow. Um, that's, that's it no, for fast, me. Fast trivia round there. Where, there we go. That was short and sweet. Short and sweet. Short and sweet. Okay. So I've got a few reviews. I'll let you kind of read them at your own, you know, okay. at your own pace. But uh, we got – it's kind of weird because – Sometimes people will review us and then it doesn't show up for like forever, for months. And so I found some old ones that I just had never noticed before. There was one new one. So I already mentioned the one from Home Skillet 503, the back off Carl. We have Ridlin 80, amazingly funny. Thank you very much. Ooh. Uh, We have have one from Elno De Niro. (laughs) Elno De Niro. I like that. Um, That is Aquaclips and Buffs. So mm-hmm. we got those three. So you've had a chance to check them on your own. You know, all these are great in their own way, for sure. I think I'm going to lean toward uh, Elno De Niro for the win. Okay. Well played. Right. Well played. Thank you, Elno De Niro. If you just reach out, send us your address either through Facebook or through the email on in the show description, then we'll get something out to you pretty fast. ASAP. And you know what? I kind of, going back to some of these reviews, like, I was, we're kind of poking fun at a few of them, or at least I was, like not too long ago. And and then Joe from Southern California went back and changed his as a result. So I kind of feel bad. So so mm. Joe, if you want to send me your address, I got something for you too. So there what you a go. guy. What yeah, a guy. I just felt, well, kind of feel bad. It's the right thing to do. Yeah. So uh, last thing for tidbits is I got Rocky's MP3 on the item that he regrets not bringing suitor. So here's what he Ooh, has to say. Nice. You know, B&B, this is Rock. I really don't know much about backpacking gear at all, but I do know that one day in 2011, on our 2011 trip, we got done with a long day of backpacking, and I had a real heavy pack. That thing may have weighed 80 pounds. Um, it might have been more. We got done, and, and I went to sit down, and I sat on a log, and I remember uh, something jabbed me to the point where I felt like I was getting stabbed in my hamstring. And I popped right back up only to remember that my legs were like, no, sit down. So then I went to go sit down on a rock. And I like rocks. Rocks are great. But it just wasn't cutting at this time. The legs were still like, you know, jumpy and, and all like jittery and stuff. And it was right then that I realized out on the trail in the middle of nowhere, I need a chair. In 2011, I realized I should have had a chair since about 2000. So the next year in 2012, I brought the first chair. Now I know um, there gets a lot of talks about these one-legged chairs and two-legged chairs and stuff like that. But, you know, all of that came about from really the rock not cutting it and that tree, that, that, tr- that big old log that I sat on, the fallen tree, you know, just like stabbing my hamstring when I brought that chair, I wish I would have brought that chair, man. I would, you know what? I, now that I'm thinking about it, I should have just been carrying around a chair ever since I was about two, just so I have a place to sit down. Every backpacking trip, I take a chair and I will never do one without one ever again, ever, ever. All right. Thanks to Rocky and my friend. That's all I got. That was great. Rock, a pleasure. A pleasure as always. Guys, thanks again for uh, tuning in. We will see you next time. Remember, guys, if you answer something too passionately, Carl may look up your REI history. Be aware. Peace out.
So yeah, I um, you know, I was going through Carl's bag after talking to Dan Becker, you know, after the show, and I was looking at his stuff. And I'm like, dude, Carl has a full-on electric pump that's like I don't know, two pounds in his pack, and he's like, I can't breathe over eight thousand feet, so I, I'm gonna start bringing this. And I'm like, dude, I can just blow up your sleeping mat. It's not a big deal. He's like, it's not for the sleeping mat, Derek. I can't even blow up my pillow. I'm Will Cooper, and you're listening to HuntStand's Make Your Mark podcast on the Waypoint Podcast Network. Stick around as I bring you more stories and interviews from veteran hunters and industry professionals who inspire us all to be better equipped in the woods and in life. When you go out there and the fish are where you think they are, any one of these casts could be the bite. It's the most exciting fishing that I know right here at Hawks Cave. Oh, that's awesome. Experience the best saltwater fishing the world has to offer. Don't miss Thursdays with Saltwater Experience. Brought to you by Golden Boat Lifts. Every Thursday night from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV. The destination for outdoor entertainment.